0: Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. This is one of our co hosts, Peter Bell. We are on Catechism Saturday, Belgic Confession, article number 21, where we'll cover the atonement after covering the justice and mercy of God in Christ last week. But before we start this week's episode, make sure you've listened to this past Monday's Three Marks of a Reformed Church, where Nick and I talk about how all this doctrinal, theological, confessional grounding actually plays out in the life of the local church. And then this past Thursday's book club episode on the word of the cross published by Erdman's authored by Dr. Jonathan Lionbaugh, who will then be or who will soon to be the Beeson Divinity School professor in Anglican studies and coordinate their MDiv curriculum. So let's get started. Article number 21 on the atonement. We believe that Jesus Christ is a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek, made such by an oath, and that he presented himself in our name before his father to appease his wrath with full satisfaction by offering himself on the tree of the cross and pouring out his precious blood for the cleansing of our sins. As the prophets had predicted, for it is written that the chastisement of our peace was placed on the son of God, and that we are healed by his wounds. He was led to death as a lamb. He was numbered among the sinners and condemned as a criminal by Pontius Pilate, though Pilate had declared that he was innocent. So he paid back what he had not stolen, and he suffered the just for the unjust in both his body and his soul. In such a way that when he sensed this horrible punishment required by our sins, his sweat became like big drops of blood falling on the ground. He cried, my God, my God, why have you for- abandoned me or forsaken me? And he endured all of this for the forgiveness of our sins. Therefore, we may rightly say with Paul that we know nothing but Jesus and him crucified. We consider all things as dung for the excellence of the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, we find all comforts in his wounds and have no need to seek or invent any other means to reconcile ourselves with God than this one and only sacrifice once made, which renders believers perfect forever. This is also why the angel of God called him Jesus, that is, Savior, because he would save his people from their sins. So last week we talked about the justice and mercy of God that he took upon himself a human nature so that he could bear disobedience because the divine nature cannot bear disobedience. That parallel where he was given justice, which is our condemnation, so that he could pour goodness and mercy on us and raise us to life by his justification. He goes further into this, beginning with a little section reminiscent of Hebrews 5 and Hebrews 7 with the order of Melchizedek. He has to be a priest. But notice he's not a priest in the order of the Levites nor the Aaronites. He's not a human priest, but he is a divine priest come in human form, come in human flesh, come taking on a human nature. And he does not offer sacrifices outside of himself, but he offers himself on the cross, does not pour out animals blood. He pours out his blood and all of this being predicted. Then the string of these predictions Talking about chastisement of our peace. We are healed by his wounds. Let death as a lamb numbered among sinners. He was accounted as a sinner, though he himself, in and of himself, was not a sinner. He he had paid back what he had not stolen. He does for us the things that we have done against God. He makes things right. He actually pays for the things we stole. The just for the unjust, Christ being the just, we being the unjust. And then God abandoning him as he abandons us, or as he should have abandoned us. He does this for the forgiveness of our sins. And we know nothing now but Jesus and Him crucified. Everything for us is done for the excellence of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And notice we find all comforts, not in anything else, but His wounds. We find comfort. In his wounds, and this renders us perfect. His sacrifice. And that's why he was called Jesus, the Savior, because Jesus mean, means he will save, and he has, he has saved. If you believe in Jesus, he has saved you, and that's because he's atoned for you. That atonement's perfect, and it will never be grasped from our hands. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the. Fellowship Confession, Article 21 on the Atonement, part of our Catechism Saturday series. Make sure you listen to this coming Monday's Preaching the Gospel with Dr. Julius Kim, former professor of mine at Westminster Seminary, California, in the Practical Theology Department, but now president of the Gospel Coalition. So the first mark, the primary mark of the three marks of a Reformed church preaching the gospel. What is it? How do we do it? And how do we know a church is doing it? And this coming Thursday, a concise guide to the life of Muhammad through Baker Academic. We're going to have Ayman Ibrahim, who knows a lot about the Muslim faith, who reads Arabic, so we can read the Quran. So he's going to talk to us about how we as Christians understand the Quran better so that we can talk to our Muslim brothers, sisters, or neighbors, whoever they may be. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And make sure if you guys are looking for a reformed church in the Orange County area, please contact us at Anareformed at gmail.com. We have a few more meetings of Bible studies at 2 p.m. on Sundays. If you guys want to figure out the location, please email me. We'll be praying for our future building where we have informal worship. If you guys want to know what that is, go to our Twitter at Santa URC where informal worship is explained and what that points us towards. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and we will see you next week.